Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. This is your old pal Rob, and you have landed here at the Three Good Things Podcast, and I have got to tell you, I am so stoked that you're here. I'm glad that you've made it. I'm happy that you're listening. Uh, Whoever happens to be listening, I appreciate it. And if you would be so kind as to uh, rate and subscribe and like us and find us there out there on the social, Three Good Things Pod uh, on Facebook and Insta and all that stuff, Send us, a, uh, send us an email, tell us uh, something that you'd like to talk about or you'd like me to talk about or somebody you would like me to talk to. What we're going to discuss today uh, just a little bit is something uh, called essentialism. And many of you know what it is, some of you don't, but in the end what it is ultimately is paring your life down to the most essential elements. So people that are into this, they, they tend to be um, eager to explore, but say no a lot. So they're super selective uh, about what they do. And and becoming essentialist, becoming an essentialist or, or even a minimalist is something that happens after you sort of wake up to the things that have been happening in your life. Now, I'm a stuff guy. I like stuff. I like things. I like buying things and, and selling things and all of that. But when you when you approach all that stuff after a certain time, whether you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50, whatever you happen to be, you, you realize the cost of time and dollars uh, that you've spent collecting all of this stuff. And, and while you might like it, and I like my stuff, sometimes you discover that it's not worth it. And when, you're, when you get into the, the root of essentialism, you make a decision every day to make a trade-off every single day. And so you, you discern more and you, uh, uh, not in a terrible way, but you discriminate more. You determine the things that you are going to do and not going to do. You say no a lot. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's an idea of less means more. So you can get deeper into one or two things or, uh, you know, be up, be up, you can be up to your ankles in a hundred things or, you know, up to your neck in just one or two. And it's, it's, it's a positive thing in our constant consumer universe of, I need more, I need better, I need faster, I need newer, I need this, I need that. You, you end up benefiting not only yourself, but everybody around you when, when that happens. And you, you communicate to others that way, and it, it ends up um, benefiting everyone. It's, it's a simple discipline, and it's making the choice between or, or discerning between listening to everything that everybody else throws at you in a, in a social media world that we're living in right now it really whew, it's really difficult to do right because there's a lot of a lot of noise from the outside and focusing on those things that are, are best internal to you and and I've said this before and it's, it's come across before in in, in, a, in the profit discussion because when we do those things when we when we decide what's most essential to us, what that means is you can be better. When, when you, you know, I used, to, I used to have that mindset that, that profit was somehow a negative or a, a down thing, but it's not. It, it's important because it allows you to, uh, to, to dig in and to figure out what's the most important thing to you. And then when you are at your best, then you can be at your best for somebody else. And it becomes more than just a way of thinking. It becomes a way of life, Right. And it's and it's not just time management either. So you can say that well, you know, if I if I'm not shopping for this and I'm not shopping for this, I can read more books. That's true, but 
I'm going to read one book and then it's going to be uh, a, a book of fiction and, and I'll have that information in my head and that will be great, but I could read two books of fact in that same time. Am I smarter enough to, to make that determination or do I have that or do I just need a little bit of uh, cotton candy for my brain, you know? Those kinds of things are, are what an essentialist will, will get into. And they'll understand what the trade-offs are and trade for what is the closest to their individual mindset or, your, or their heart or their souls, whatever brings you the most amount of happiness or the most amount of joy. Yes, you have 50 pairs of shoes, but you, would, you can do with 10 and you can sell or give away 40 of the other ones, right? Um, or, or maybe all those shoes make you happy. Maybe you've you you got some coats you can get rid of. Or maybe you can, uh, you, you know, you love to go to this bar all the time, but uh, it's further away from the home, further away from your house than the one that is, you know, just a couple blocks away. And the people that you know go to the one a couple blocks away, but you like the other one for one thing or another. So you, as an essentialist, you figure out in your head what is the easiest, what's the best for you, what's going to make you the happiest. And sometimes they're happiest. And, and sometimes... That can be the one furthest away. Other times, it's not. So you, you do those things each and every day. You, you look at everything as a transaction, and is it better or worse than what I would otherwise choose? You know? And so it's, a, it's, it's also the, a, sort of a continuation of the marshmallow experiment, which is uh, you know, a, a, a sort of a, a social grab on instant gratification, which is, to say that you are a person who needs to make a choice. Now, is that an immediate yes, or uh, you know, then I, do I do I eat every you know the dog on the lifeboat joke is and that's why dogs are no good on lifeboats because they eat all the food now. You know, um, the the marshmallow experiment was was one that they did with uh, with young kids and and uh, they gave kids two marshmallows and if they ate one now and saved one for later, they can get a lot more marshmallows. Marshmallows. A predictor of success later in life is the children that allowed themselves to wait for that second marshmallow will go further in life. And I was a kid that ate both marshmallows. I'm a fat kid. What can you do? I ate both marshmallows. And it, I, I get it. It makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, but in, in, the, in the heart of it, what, what essentialism is going to do for you is create a, a stop in your decision-making process. There's a there's a hole you have to climb out of to make the decision, and while you're in the hole, you can think, you know, uh, uh, contemplate uh, instead of react, uh, respond instead of react, uh, contemplate instead of just act impulsively, uh, and, and stop and think and identify what is most essential in your transactions, in your interactions, in your uh, in your whole existence of things, and you make a decision uh, based on internal thought instead of external pressure. Uh, a clarity of, of mind, clarity of thought, clarity of purpose. Those things are, are critical to making decisions in, uh, in, the, in the essential universe because if, if, you, if you stop, then you determine, uh, it allows you to make a determination as to what is essential to you, what's most dear to you, what is most uh, functional to you, what makes you happiest. And, and in that whole process, the more that you do it, the better that you get at it. You know, um, it's, it's, it's a salesman's, the salesman's most dreaded phrase is, well, let me get back to you. Learn that. Understand what that means. Uh, try your best. And I'm a, I can be a people pleaser myself sometimes, so I understand. Um, 
resist the impulse just to say yes to everything. Just give it a second. Think. Uh, don't be impetuous. Don't be uh, raucous. Don't be immediate. Just uh, let me think about that for a minute. Because you can, anybody who's ever seen the movie Colors will get this, you can run down the hill instead of walk, right? Uh, and, and, of course, the movie dates me. I'm old, so what? But ultimately, you can you can practice. The more that you practice, uh, the, the happier you're going to be. And, and let me give you a little explanation of that. Let me, let's talk about that for a second. Um, you know, lots of people have FOMO right now, especially in the money markets and, and uh, crypto markets and all that kind of stuff. I'm missing out, I'm missing out, I'm missing out. Well, there, there's something called the, the joy of missing out as well. And if <laughs> you will recognize it if you're one of these folks, which I am, when people cancel plans that you didn't want to go to in the first place, you feel a sense of relief. Or when you, even if you did want to go, but you, you're still, uh, it's going to still be exhausting, you're glad that they canceled. You're, you're happy. Well, that's good. That's, that's the joy of missing out. I don't have to go there. I don't have to, I don't have to do of those things. I don't have to do the things that I didn't really want to do in the first place. And, and you, if you place a, a positive value on, on, on that decision, you know, if you don't do those things and then you exist in your life and then something happens that wouldn't have happened if you had gone to the event or done the thing or uh, bought the item or whatever, you know, each thing has its own benefits. Each, each fork in the road has its own set of circumstances that follow. So you can, you can accidentally manifest an opportunity that you may not have even considered before you sat down. So... In the end of it, what we're talking about here is just being a little more purposeful and slower and and moving in a in a more deliberate way to make yourself and everyone around you just a little bit better, you know. Um, and and this is the other the other thing that that kind of gets into the stuff angle of it. Um, it it's ownership versus rentership, right? It's a it's it's a lie to say that uh, you have to own something uh, versus just renting it or borrowing it or using it. Because if you you know if, if you uh, uh, borrowed someone's car and it was leagues nicer than yours, you have a Chevy, you borrow your friend's Bentley, and you drive back and forth. You've still made the trip. You've still done the thing that you needed to do. You rode in a nicer vehicle, but you don't have. A uh, you know three hundred thousand dollar vehicle with the accompanying payment and the fact that it constantly breaks down, which Bentleys are known to do. It's one of those things that you just don't have to deal with, but you still got to drive the Bentley one. Ownership is nice, um, but it's it's a it's a it's a lie. It's a myth that we have to do it. It's the same thing with houses. I I am a person who enjoys um, high rise living. I do. I love it. Uh, being in Chicago for so long, I loved it, and I, I will end up there at some point again in, in a high-rise somewhere. But the individual house, the, 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 the big box of stuff that we have in, in, our, in, in our neighborhoods, coast-to-coast coast and border-to-border border in America, they're one of those things that we just do too much of. We've got big garages and big houses and big rooms and all of this stuff that, we, that fills them, and it's great, right, because we like it, but not having something or letting go of that and going into a smaller place, when that happened for me once in my life, went from a, a residential one-room or a single, you know, single-family house to you know an 800 square foot condo apartment, whatever. And man, I never felt lighter. That was fantastic. And the fact that you only light is good, right? So, 
if 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 you have what you have and you you like it and it's good ask yourself if you were starting over how hard would you work to get back to where you are and if you like it that's cool but if you're thinking to yourself well maybe i don't like this as much as i used to or and it's okay to own these places because people like them right okay to own any single family houses but make it an investment that allows you freedom to do other things in your life and allows you to do the the positive things that you want to do as as you move through the universe and not be tied down with too many things pay somebody else to manage it let somebody else run it you know that kind of stuff so uh it's it's important to to make note of those things it's important to get that stuff done uh to get those get those thoughts examined you know because if you don't uh, what's going to happen is you'll find out that you're going to be in a place that you didn't want to be in and you know, then you, you have to get out of it, which is twice the work or twice the difficulty or twice the, the upset or twice the cost. So at the end of the day, do what you need to do, do what you must do, um, but, but don't, don't commit yourself to things that you don't want to and, and find your priority. Not everything is important or equal. Um, you know, life is a buffet, but it's not an all-you-can-eat buffet. You, you know, you can't... Um, you can't have everything. So, and it, and it makes people, and I'm one of these people that, that get to that point where I want to try this, I want to do that, I want, to, I want everything all the time. It's something that I experience, but now that I'm aging and things are, are different for me, I still want to go out and do crazy things and have fun, but I'm also going to choose those things carefully and be smarter about the things that I choose. So, that's what I've got for you today. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully you can look into it, you know, on your own and, and learn some things and, and share some things with us, and we can share those with the class if, if that's, you know, up your alley, and, and you can conversate with us and talk to it, talk to us about it, and, and, and we can, you know, we can put it out in the next, uh, the next go-around. So thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate each and every one of you listening, and, and there's more of you, and that's cool, and I like that so much, and I'm very happy that you're here. Uh, and, and so I appreciate your time today. Everybody go out there into the world, have the best and easiest and most essential day that you possibly can. And I thank you for spending your time with me. Go out, have an excellent day, be excellent to each other, and remember that I love you.